0: And today we are going to kick off our Have You Seen Me Week, where we are going to cover some unsolved missing person cases in hopes that perhaps it'll bring some more awareness to the case, get people talking about it again, and hopefully either find the person or find some answers and closure for
1: the family. Yeah. This case involves a man that literally vanished back in 2006 and he has never been seen or heard from again we are going to be talking about the story of Brian Schaefer so as always I want to tell you some info about our victim here so you kind of know um, the person we're talking about before we get to the crazy events that, that happened Brian Schaefer was born on February 25th 1979 and he is the son of Randy and Renee Schaefer He has a younger brother named Derek Schaefer. From all of the information that I've looked over and researched, it was pretty clear that Brian was close to his family. They were really, it it seems like a a good family that loved each other, very close knit. So, tragically, before Brian's disappearance, he actually had lost his mother about three weeks before. Oh my God. To cancer. Three weeks? Yes, just three weeks before. She was battling cancer. She lost the battle. Oh. So, this family was already grieving. Already in turmoil. Yes. Yes. No. So, that just broke my heart, you know, yes. for his dad. For yes. his brother. And, his brother mm-hmm. and all their extended family and friends. Yeah. So, oh. it, and just a heads up this. There's just a lot of tragedy with this family, so okay. it's really sad. It, it's just a sad case, but so he had just lost her, and so the family was, I think, trying to console each other through that. And then, you know, we'll we'll get into the details of what happened to Brian. Brian attended Ohio State University, and he completed his the under, Ohio
0: State the University. OSU. Oh, okay. Yep
1: he he was an OSU guy. And he had completed his undergraduate work in microbiology. So he had finished and he'd actually oh. went on to med school. Okay. So he was a second-year med student. He wanted to be a doctor. And I can tell you, Brian would have been one of those doctors where you, like, finally get up the nerve to go for some kind of, like, cyst on your butt or something. <laughs> yeah. And Brian walks in because he was really good-looking. Oh. super good looking guy. Really handsome. Oh, no.
0: And he walks in and you're like, of yeah. course, it's the gorgeous doctor that has yes. to take a look at the boil <laughs> on my ass.
1: Yep. Absolutely. Oh,
0: Ben there. Because that would happen to I me. I mean, not with a boil on my ass. Right?
1: but Same, same. No. But you know, one of those embarrassing situations yes. where it's like, I have this rash I need to get looked at. Right. And
0: I promise yeah. I'm a clean person, but it's. Yeah. You know,
1: it looks mysterious. It's probably just my laundry right. detergent I changed. <laughs> right. Brian's <laughs> gonna stroll in at 6'2, tall, dark, and handsome. Like oh. he's a really good good looking guy. Okay. Um he he was twenty seven at the time of his disappearance. Still had his whole life and, before him. Yes, yep. And so obviously very ambitious. He was second year med student. <sighs> he had a girlfriend. Um, her name was Alexis, and she was actually also in med school, so power couple going on and they were from the sounds of it they were getting pretty serious it sounds like they were you know both very much in love with each other and she was gonna lock
0: that shit down yeah oh
1: absolutely and i don't blame (laughs) her because he was a good looking guy (laughs) Um, and it sounds like things were really going you know moving forward with them when he disappeared they were actually supposed to be going on a trip For spring break to Miami right around the time that this case happened and he disappeared. There was rumors from some of the family members that were interviewed that he possibly was going to pop the question to her on this trip that was was supposed to happen. So, yeah, it was was a good relationship. Can you tell me
0: where they... Located, did I miss
1: it in the beginning when I was drinking my coffee? The location of this, yeah, where he's it was at. Ar- no, you didn't. I forgot to, to okay. mention it. This was around Columbus, Ohio. Okay, that all of this you was... had said
0: he went to Ohio University, but I just wasn't, excuse me, the Ohio mm-hmm. University, was the one and only. <laughs> and I, but that to me didn't mean that he lived in Ohio, so mm-hmm. I wanted to, I was trying to picture where he's at. Yeah, okay. so it was around,
1: around that area. Thank you for. I'm glad I, I forgot
0: to say it. Didn't space out and miss
1: it. <laughs> well, I'm chugging coffee over here. So yeah, this all takes place around spring break. They were supposed to leave just a couple days after this, you know, the incident where he disappears. Oh, okay. You know, it's it's such a everything's so surrounding. Didn't walk
0: away. He had. Future plans. He did. This wasn't
1: somebody who just didn't want to be found, well, which they always we consider. We will get to those okay. theories All right. at the end because there's a lot of different theories of course. surrounding this. So we'll talk about the, the disappearance and the events that occurred that night. So this was Friday, March 31st, 2006. The classes at OSU had just ended for spring break that day. They were planning on spring break the following week. I remember these days, too. Usually before spring break, it's, like, a lot of exams you're doing. Yes. Yes. It was horrible. It's like intense. every class you have that exam yep. before break. And so it sounds like Brian had been studying really hard, pulling sure. all-nighters. Med school, I can't imagine. Mm-hmm. I mean, social work was bad enough. Right. He was stressed. He was exhausted. So he was going to treat himself that night. Of course. And celebrate. Let loose. Let his hair down. Yes. Mm-hmm. Hair flowing. Um, He was going on a trip to Miami the, the week after. So Hell, why not? yeah. So he started the night with his dad. Actually, they went to dinner. So it was early evening. Okay. And he spent the the evening with his dad. I, I saw some reports maybe his brother was there too, but there's a little bit of conflicting information. Okay. But regardless, he was with his father, and it makes me sad. It sounds like he was consoling his father that night because they had just lost their mom. Right. You know.
0: Only three weeks earlier.
1: Yeah, and so he spent the evening consoling his dad and I'm sure they were talking about his mom and you yeah. know so they had a, I think nice but maybe emotional evening. Brian was supposed to meet up with some friends later that night. Sure. I did hear his dad mention in some of the interviews that he really didn't think Brian should be going out afterwards because he'd been stressed, he'd lost his mom. You know, he was exhausted. So as a dad, he was like, I don't think. This might not be a good idea. Yeah, you don't need to go out and, you know, but he didn't express that.
0: of Of med exams. Right oh, after yeah. losing your mother. Yeah, he had to have been... That is a lot. Yes,
1: he had to have been probably... I, I don't I don't want to assume he wasn't in a good place, but he he probably was pretty mentally exhausted. Yeah. I can see as a father being like... Ah. Yeah, you really shouldn't. But, but his dad also said that he didn't fully express that to Brian Sure, kind of let him do his thing. I'm sure that, that crossed his mind after the fact. Mm-hmm. After dinner, Brian does decide to meet up with some friends around 9 p.m., and they decide to meet at a bar, and this truly is the best name ever. They meet at the Ugly Tuna (laughs) Saluna, which (laughs) I just want to say, if I ever go MIA, I want it to be from this place. Ugly Tuna
0: Saluna. Yes.
1: The Ugly Tuna Saluna. This is
0: already smelling fishy to
1: me. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's very fishy.
0: Very. That is the best name for a bar and ever. So they
1: even, they do shorten it to Ugly Tuna. Okay. So which sure. I, of course, want to do as well. Yes. So I will be. I do like the word Saluna. And though, I would just, too. you know, if that's my last moment, I would want them to say, like, she was at the Ugly she, Tuna. <laughs> she was a frequent at the Ugly Tuna Saluna. So check there yeah. first. And I mean, I mean, no disrespect to, to the family or anyone, but it's just that's, the, the bar name that's is amazing. it's incredible. It is. So. Is it still open today? I I believe it is. I was okay. trying to look around. I think they went through a little bit of a rough time and it looked like they tried to reopen or there was even an Ugly Saloon, um, Ugly Tuna Saloon 2. Two? Part, the yes. sequel? <laughs> yes. So. All right. And I had tried to find some information if it went through a rough time because of this case, because I was kind of thinking. It maybe did, but yeah. but I'm not sure. Okay. I couldn't find a lot of info. But this was the actual place that Brian was last seen, is the Ugly Tuna saluna. Oh, but yeah, what we'll, a way to go we'll down. Get in history. back to that. But yeah, that was that. This is where he was last seen and never seen again. So that's why I was wondering, was it bad for business? Because right. I would like to think maybe. I'm sure. Was. I mean, it's not great. Mm-hmm. About an hour into being at the bar. Brian calls his girlfriend just to check in, see you in a couple days, can't wait for the trip kind of thing. And so this is the last time Alexis talks to Brian ever, is that check-in. So after the phone call, he and his friend, who's named uh, William, and they call him Clint, so it's William Clint Florence. So they left the Ugly Tuna Saluna for a little bit, and they went bar hopping. Around mm-hmm. the area. So there was a sounds couple. fun. Yeah. Sounds like it was a fun night. They went around. It was called the Arena District, which is a na- neighborhood around Columbus. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there's probably a lot of establishments there. So they were.
0: Yeah. Within walking distance of each other. And Yep.
1: Yeah, hell yeah. It says that they would stop at each place. They'd do a round of shots. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean, the shots are
1: coming out. You're living your best life. Letting
0: your hair down. You just got through a gruesome exam week, not to mention a horrific family
1: tragedy. You're throwing back the shots. Yeah. Get it, Brian. I can see it. 2006, Mm -hmm. Promiscuous by Nellie Furtado was was a huge hit. I'm sure it was blaring. Love me some promiscuous. Yeah, huge song. So they were having fun. They were making rounds. So after doing some shots... They meet up with another friend who's named Meredith Reed. That was about midnight when okay. they meet up with Meredith. And she gives them a ride back to the Ugly Tuna Saluna. They decide to finish up the it was night there. so
0: great. We got to go back. Yeah. And yeah.
1: I don't <laughs> so, question that at all. And the Ugly Tuna saluna it looked like it's a pretty big place. It was like a two-story that's how i was picturing it for some reason i don't know why but so probably a good you know place to hang for out for young I'm people assuming. to go Looked late like there was late a at night people. yeah yeah
0: so they I'm, head back there i'm a little jealous that i might be too old for the ugly tuna
1: at and this point the but. same same. Back in, back in the day, it would have been a fun place. Yeah. Yep. In today's times, I would be in bed by 9.30 or 10. Yes, and so. shots don't happen. <laughs> yep. Oh, my God. No, they do not. So when they get back to the Ugly Tuna, you can see there's, there's camera surveillance. You can see Brian, Meredith, and Clint coming up the escalator to the second floor, which I believe is where the bar is. Mm-hmm. So you see them riding up the escalator. They go into the bar. My understanding there's no cameras in the bar area. So you see them go in and then about forty minutes later you see Brian come back out um into the like the escalator area. There was mm-hmm. there's the escalator and then there's like a I don't want to say a balcony, but there's like area where you can talk outside of the bar. Okay. So he is talking to a couple girls outside the bar, and they're chatting for a little while. And then one of the girls eventually, like, trails off, and Brian continues talking to another female. Brian had been living his best life that night, so he was a little spicy. Sure. Um, He was a little flirty. He was seen kissing the girl's neck. Okay. And so the girl... Don't um, love that, Brian. I didn't either. I was kind of like, oh, Brian... I'm sure intoxicated at this point in time in the night. Yes. Yeah. I think that's safe to assume with all the shots, Mm -hmm. the drinks, you know, he was he was feeling probably pretty good. And they probably were, too. (laughs) Yeah. The girl puts her number in Brian's phone. They talk for a little bit. okay, And then Brian eventually goes back into the bar. And this is literally the point that Brian is never seen Seen again again on camera
0: okay so he never leaves the bar he
1: never leaves the bar is there a second exit out of this place so we we're gonna come back to those okay. to those details here in a minute but I'm, yeah that's the I last moment jump ahead. i gotta just sit quietly it's so and hard listen. it's so hard to not jump ahead with these cases i get it he goes back in again no cameras on the bar and that's the last time that they can trace brian at, at you the know with the video footage sure it, yeah, at this point. And so it's about one thirty, two a.m. at this point in okay. the night, well, early morning. When he was when, last seen on the camera. Yes. So he had obviously gotten separated from his friends because he was chatting with these girls. Yeah. And the friends aren't out there at this time. You don't see any of the like the friends come in and, and join the conversation. So they were ready to go at the end of the night. Uh, and they, they call Brian. He doesn't answer. They call his cell phone repeatedly. They can't get him. They do, like, a, you know, search around the sure. bar. Oh, a sweep over. Yeah. Do mm-hmm. a quick sweep. They check the bathroom. He's nowhere in sight. And so they they thought he left. Right. They're like, okay, maybe Probably he... with one of those girls. With, yeah, with yeah. the girl. That's what mm-hmm. I was thinking, too. Tisk
0: but... tisk. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So they As probably. As friend, they're just like, mm-hmm. he's doing his thing.
1: Yeah. Whatever. He's an adult. So they left. Okay. and And you can see him on the video footage leaving. You can see them. And you can see everybody else in that bar leaving okay. except for Brian. They go home. Alexis is calling Brian through the night, through the next day. Mm. And he's not answering. As a female, I can only assume what was going through I her know, mind. Especially in the
0: night. Yes. Knowing that he's gone out to let his hair down. Yeah. And, and maybe not. And he's a really good looking guy.
1: And Alexis, the interviews I saw with her, she seemed like the sweetest person ever. Oh. And, you know, maybe she didn't have that mindset because it sounds like they had a good relationship. But she was calling him, you know, and and through the next day. Calling his phone repeatedly, he wasn't answering, and they were supposed to leave for vacation.
0: My heart breaks for the fact that, when all was said and done, and this all came out, she had she more than likely saw that video footage of him talking to those girls. <sighs> I thought that too, and that girl putting his number, her number in his phone, even being drunk and hurt, knowing okay he's missing. Yeah, that still had yeah. to hurt.
1: I thought that too, and I will say that all of the interviews and and the clips I watched. She never says anything bad about Brian. Of course, um, yeah. she speaks very highly of him. She talked about, you know, he was yeah. the guy, and um, so nothing, nothing was ever mentioned. But you do kind of wonder yeah, if that seeing hurt.
0: that again, he was drunk. So he was. I'm sure he probably. You know, we can't assume that he was gonna not just delete that
1: girl's number the next day. Right. I mean, he left the conversation. And, yeah, you know, obviously he was never seen again, but you know, they did part ways on camera, yeah, so yeah, it's like <laughs> maybe it was just harmless flirting, flirting or whatever, sure. but but yeah, you do think of her in that like the search for him and seeing that video, and yeah, that's she, kind of the last he was memory, kissing her necks yeah. and
0: uh, yeah, I just as a that would hurt, that, so that kind of sucks, yeah,
1: I'm not gonna lie. She's on the hunt for him. She's searching, or not searching yet, but calling. She's calling. Yes. And so by Sunday morning, that's, you know, he. it was Friday night. So by Sunday morning, she's legit worried. She knows something is wrong. He would not do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're supposed to leave for vacation the next, the next day. day. Yeah. So she's like, okay, this is, something's going on. Yeah. So at that point, she calls Brian's father and the police are notified. Because no one's heard from him. Right. This is when. Yeah, so that's know,
0: unfortunate. It's a little bit of a late start in a missing persons case, it really. It is. Yep. So a whole nother night went on in that saloon. I was thinking that too. I mean, saluna.
1: Yeah, the, the tuna. In the tuna. So the, a whole nother night of
0: partying happened in the tuna
1: before police. <laughs> so, could yeah, there was a delay because, you know, yep. I think, I, I don't know if people assumed he was out all night, maybe slept the day away on Saturday. Sure. So it doesn't sound like there was a lot of concern at that point, maybe by Alexis. Right. Who couldn't get a hold of him. You know, nothing really went into motion until Mm -hmm. it was almost a a couple days later. Yep. So it is unfortunate. So Alexis had went to the apartment, to Brian's apartment. I think she had a key to get in. Mm -hmm. She looks around. There's no trace of foul play. There's no trace of anything missing out of sort. It doesn't really look like he's been home either, you know, Mm -hmm. since maybe that night. So nothing suspicious at the apartment, though.
0: He didn't have a dog that was going unfed, did he?
1: I don't think so. Thank okay. God, because I could have handle that. that. <laughs> <laughs> so again, the entrances of the Ugly Tuna Saloon, there were two main entrances. They were both covered by surveillance. And he's not seen leaving either one of those entrances. We will come back to more of the details about the Ugly Tuna in a minute. But I want to talk about some of the investigations that happened after You know, he's, okay, he's obviously missing. So the police start to look into what's happened. Mm -hmm. Does
0: the Ugly Tuna Saluna serve food?
1: I think so. It looks, I mean, maybe we could post a picture of it with the case because it looks like it was a big enough place that it was like a bar restaurant, restaurant, I'm assuming. Okay. it just, the size of it and obviously the name, it looks like it was probably a... I just wanted to prepare myself in
0: case that there was a theory that Brian became part of the tuna oh, that was served oh. at the saloon.
1: Well, there is now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will add that in because
0: I never it thought of that. seems awful strange that his body never leaves the place.
1: Right? Oh my goodness. My mind is blown right now because that's, you know, what if that's what happened? I don't <sighs> know. We
0: really don't know. <sighs> I, don't start that rumor, guys. I was just... Yeah. We cover too many gross cases that I'm like, now, wait a minute. Have we considered all right? masses of this?
1: Well, and I will say that, it you know, we will kind of get to this at the end, but the case has gone cold. It's... I mean, yeah. there's never been any leads. Mm. So the, really, the, the, the leads or the theories are from people still following this and trying to figure it out as they naturally do with these cases. Yes. Yeah. So there's a lot of different theories, and I hadn't heard that one. So... Literally, I've never heard of this
0: case, so <laughs> I just threw that out
1: there. But don't sue me because yeah. I'm not saying
0: that's what happened. Right. But
1: we've got to consider all aspects of we're not we're not dissing the ugly tuna here. But no, there's so many possibilities, and just nothing has ever been hmm. proven. The investigation. So after Brian comes up missing, they start to look. They start to question. They start to you know look around the area. So the two girls that Brian was seen talking to that night, they were questioned. No leads, no, you know, and no indications they would be linked to this in any way. Mm-hmm. So it didn't get any further with, with those two than just the question. Did they remember
0: him even? Um, you I know, just
1: wondered how much how intoxicated they were that I they I think even... that was the problem. I don't think they got a lot of information. Yeah. So it was probably just yeah we talked to him, mm-hmm. fl- we flirted, we flirted, and, and that was, that was, was it. Because there was really no information on those in- interviews that I could find. Yeah. So it was I think it was kind of like a, a quick like okay we have we don't have enough to really pursue mm-hmm. the, these women. There was another individual that was seen on the escalator around the time when Brian was talking to the girls that was kind of like lingering around. He had an orange sweater on. Apparently he kind of stuck out as. Like, oh, okay, maybe we could look into this person. The orange
0: sweater in itself is suspicious. Right? Who wears <laughs> an
1: orange sweater on a Friday night out?
0: Well, they are in Ohio, and the Cleveland Browns are orange and brown.
1: Okay, so that's probably... Or you'll
0: see orange a
1: lot in Ohio. Okay, that, maybe that's the the perhaps, choice, perhaps. the explanation of choice there. They looked into this person, too. No, No leads, no suspicion, really. They cleared this person, couldn't really link him to anything other than he was in the video, you know, for that right. time. The vicinity was searched around the Ugly Tuna, dumpsters, alleys. They searched around the around Ugly Tuna. Around the Ugly Tuna. Ugly Tuna. Okay. They, really, they went dumpster diving. <laughs> um, they looked around, no, no trace of Brian. Hmm. Um, they did find his car parked by his apartment. I'm assuming he was either picked up, walked. I don't know how close his apartment right. was. But his apartment, and he his, was
0: planning on drinking, so he's not driving his car around the city, right?
1: But his car was still there. His belongings were still intact. His his wallet—they found all of his personal belongings. His wallet? Yeah. It, the, an article I read, and I will mention that it could be a little conflicting because it said his wallet, his credit cards, and his phone was found. But I do believe. That after seeing Alexis talking about her calling his phone, I don't think that the phone was found because Alexis verbally says she called the phone for. A long time, like, after his disappearance. Yeah.
0: It, it sounds like... And how was he paying for his drinks and night out if he didn't have his wallet? Right,
1: right. So it could be there's, you know, some pieces that maybe mm-hmm. not 100% accurate, but they found what they did find, nothing was indicated that he was robbed or he, you know, okay. somebody had taken well, things from him. And it's him. possible,
0: too, that he had cash and, like, his ID mm-hmm. on his person and Our left person. his wallet in his car because he's just not going to take it.
1: I mean... Yep. It could be like nothing significant looked like it was missing from the car or the apartment. They looked at bank accounts and, you know, that kind of stuff afterwards. Nothing was taken from his account. So there was no link to. And he didn't withdraw like a large amount of cash
0: prior to. Nothing was touched. He,
1: I mean, so there were no leads in those areas either that he was maybe specifically targeted for any reason yeah okay any of those reasons anyway
0: or that he set himself up financially to walk away
1: right even right right. which we'll we'll kind of get into that too because that is a theory in this case is that he may have wanted to walk away but nothing's ever been proven okay so brian's friends were questioned that he was with that night this is one of the only pieces that you could say is suspicious in, in the case. Meredith was questioned, did a polygraph. She was cleared. No suspicion there. However, Clint, when he was questioned, he was asked to take the polygraph and he refused. Okay. And he also got a lawyer immediately. Now, nothing ever came of this because there was no other real evidence that they could pursue Clint and question him more. Right. But that is really some shady behavior that he didn't want to do the polygraph that being said i mean if you're being accused of someone's disappearance maybe he freaked out maybe he was like i'm not doing this without an attorney who knows
0: i can say that i have asked people to take polygraphs before and they immediately start sweating Mm -hmm. even people that i don't believe would provide a whole lot of information but it's more so just a question just to see how they would to it. Uh-huh. And sometimes just the thought of it, like when when an investigator is asking them to take the polygraph, immediately they go to, oh my gosh, they're gonna try to pin this on me. Yep. And so I they refuse myself. and then go get a lawyer. That might seem like super suspect behavior, but at the same time, it could just be somebody who is trying to protect themselves to mm-hmm. ensure that they're not wrongfully accused of something. I, I agree. Either.
1: Um I think Knowing how just myself and being a little high anxiety at times, if, if someone was dropping that accusation at me, like, hey, do you mind if we give you a polygraph? Mm-hmm. I'm immediately going to think, oh, my God, I better protect myself. Yeah. Because what if I fail the test and I yes. was telling the truth? Yes. Those they're not foolproof. They're so. not. They're
0: not. And they also can't be used in a court of law. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, it just guides an investigator on mm-hmm. their um, investigation. But. I'm going to flip this, though, and say they're supposed to be, like, best friends, right? Mm Aren't they – wasn't he described – Clint described as his best friend or just really good friend? Really close friend. In that aspect, I'm going to do pretty much anything. Like, if you go missing, if the police ask me to take a polygraph, I'm doing anything to help them rule every every avenue out to find my best friend. Right. So there's that weighing – you know, weighing the scales here we could do all day. But there is that side of it as well. I can see why that looked a little mm-hmm. bit suspicious. Is there any indication that Clint
1: was jealous of him? That's you know obviously with the theories floating around, there was speculation. Did they have a fight? Was it over, you know, a girl? A girl. Was it over? Was he jealous? Like yeah. there, those was are Clint speculations. Was Clint also Yeah, you know, I don't think in medical so, school, but I mean? maybe he was. I didn't really okay. get any information on his status. He could have been. Um, Just working
0: that angle of like, I'm sick of seeing this guy get everything. You know, he's got the girl he's getting. He's a medical student, but at the same time, he just lost his mom. Like, I don't know. That doesn't necessarily fit into a nice, neat box either. You hate to think of people's best friends doing horrible stuff to them.
1: But well, it happens. It happens
0: all the time. It happens. Jealousy
1: is an a evil thing. It and, is a very And I don't even know if it was a motivator. factor, but obviously they thought of that. Like, was there jealousy? Was there a fight? Did something happen? Yeah. You know, that night at the bar when he went back in and then, you know, yeah. the two friends left and...
0: Were there any interviews of him talking about
1: him? Did he help no. search for him? I, I don't get the impression he was hugely involved as much as, like, Alexis and huh. in in his his father his parents, or yeah. and his brother. There was a, an eyebrow raise, but again, not enough for them to really pursue right. him yeah, as a no, person of interest. Arrest him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that was, you know, after, even though he refused the polygraph and... Um, got the attorney, there was really no no further pursuit of him. Yeah. Does, so,
0: did anything ever say whose idea it was to go back to the Ugly Tuna that night? No, it doesn't
1: really... I, I get the impression that they met with Meredith and maybe kind of all decided to go back. Okay. So there was no really clear indication that one wanted to more than the others right. or... That, I was just wondering
0: if maybe he if Meredith was like, well, you know, Clint insisted
1: that yeah. we go back
0: to the Ugly Tuna, then I'd be even more suspicious at that point. But if there's nothing...
1: Mm-hmm. she
0: i'm sure would have come out with that information especially after learning that clint declined the polygraph and got a lawyer mm-hmm. she probably you know she would have any reasonable person would have been like you know what come to think of it he insisted that we went back to the ugly too right right
1: and and that might be worth looking into a little bit more too you know maybe there's some more information out there about it but somebody get out there question yeah. these people <laughs> <laughs> right well i had so many questions about the investigation part When I was looking into this, because it is a little vague. You know, they do talk to some of the officers that that were on this case and some of the investigators, and they indicate they did everything that they could. But there's not a lot of info, like on some of the other cases where they had leads or they had even backlash about the, the lack of investigation. I couldn't find anything like that. Right. It's just interesting. How... Remember,
0: do you remember that TikTok that I sent you that was like, listen, just get two white girls yes. on a podcast and they can solve a case?
1: Maybe it's time. <laughs> I maybe think we it's have some time. questions. <laughs> <laughs> ugly t- Tuna Saluna itself, we said obviously two exits were under surveillance. There was a piece about Ugly Tuna Saluna that could be questioned as far as how he could have maybe got out without being detected. There was a exit they they referred to it like a service exit yes. that went out to a very an area that was under high construction at the time so apparently there was no camera in that area however it was made very clear it would have been really hard for him to get out that exit and get out of the building because it was like there was boards there was i mean just construction going on and it sounds like there could have been a drop off to oh so it's like it didn't seem probable an intoxicated that he would be like okay. That
0: could be difficult to navigate as well. Right.
1: So there that was a theory that okay, maybe he wandered out this exit, somehow made it through all of this heavy construction out into the street. Mm-hmm. But it looks like the surrounding area was looked into, like other cameras sure, around from other buildings. No trace of him. Okay. They brought the dogs in. They looked okay. you know, they had the dogs sniff around that construction area. And that exit area, no trace of him no pickup, with the dogs. Okay. It's like, could he have, I guess, maybe there's a small chance that he could have possibly done this. But it just doesn't seem likely. But they couldn't, again, find any indication that that's what happened. Am I
0: jumping ahead, but is there any a theory or do you think that maybe the video
1: surveillance was tampered with? There are many theories. That is the, the part we're going to jump into because there's many, many theories. Because this is... Really, where the investigation leads, at. They looked into that that exit. He is not anywhere in sight, and any of those cameras. Did no the dogs one heard pick up again. his
0: scent at all at the ugly tuna?
1: Um, you know, it didn't go into the details of that as much as like they had. They with that exit, they didn't find it there. Okay. I'm assuming they would have had to in the bar area because he Perhaps, was there.
0: Perhaps, but at the same time, but... the dogs would have went in much later after. Hopefully it had been cleaned at least somewhat um, mm-hmm. between nights, you know what I mean. And all those other customers that were there, it could be difficult to pick up a scent at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, this is me spitballing, just thinking.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, and I don't I, really I know, but wish I had an answer for you, but I just don't. And it's
0: possible too, since this is still an open case, that not all investigative details are released. Like we do have to remember that when, with as much as we research for cases. And it feels like we're not getting a bunch of meat. Sometimes it's just not released for good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, if the investigation is still ongoing, so it's not a lack of ability of, of research on our part or of ability. It's just sometimes details, and rightfully so, aren't released specifically mm-hmm. because they're still investigating.
1: Yeah, at this point, Brian has it literally just dead vanished. Uh, there's no, you know, there's no other strong leads, and I know. In other cases that I've I've looked at with the, that they're unsolved, there's at least a trail. There's some kind of something indicating yeah, like, a, like we might have phone, a suspect. A
0: cell phone ping out of state or some sort of indication like mm. that. But
1: for him, we literally have nothing. So it's... And there was... So I, I do want to go back to Alexis. You know, she was obviously devastated with this. She talks about going to his apartment every day for weeks and just mm. like laying on his bed and crying. Mm. And yeah, she was baby. Yeah, she was so heartbroken. And she actually called his phone every day for like a year straight to hear his voicemail. And it would go straight to his voicemail. And so Mm -hmm. I guess there was there were a few kind of, I want to say false leads where there was one time it was like in September later that year that the phone rang. And so she was like, oh my God, is this oh, like, right. is he out there? Is he using the phone? Because it, all the other times it went to voicemail. Right. And, and there was one time that the phone pinged about 14 miles from Columbus, okay. like later that year. Oh, However, they really didn't look into these too much because it could have been technical errors and mm-hmm. I, we've had other cases around that time yeah. technology was not no, what it is it, today no no cell phone so, tracing wasn't i had what another it is case today. where the phone ping and they were like it's it was more than likely an error yes so there and there was nothing else other than those two things mm-hmm. to go by so they didn't really think it was a significant clue it was more of a probably error so okay. yeah the, the phone mm-hmm. being one time yeah other than that so then so his, his phone wasn't found in the car i then. really don't think it was um especially alexis herself talks about calling the phone right. so obviously i i'm gonna assume the phone was out there somewhere yeah. or on him somewhere and yep. they never found it that was the only those are the only little traces of clues that came up after he disappeared, Wow, there was also one incident shortly after he disappeared, that his apartment was broken into. So they thought, okay, oh. maybe this is connected. Yeah, maybe we'll get clues from this. Nothing ever came about from that. Really. thing mm-hmm. taken. I, I don't know. It just... It says there was a break-in. Okay. but There was no, like, significant clues to connect right as to him So, being... obviously,
0: nothing significant was taken where they could be like, this
1: might have been Brian. Right. And this might have, you know... So, it was another dead end in this case. It never went... To finding a person of of interest, and that's the part that blows my mind in this. Other than them raising an eyebrow at Clint, yeah, nobody was really ever yeah. It doesn't sound like he didn't as... have any
0: enemies. He had no there. There wouldn't be other people out there for motives. Yeah.
1: So this case, it did get a lot of attention at the time. It made worldwide news. Okay. They had started to put out information about Brian, like very personal things that people could possibly recognize. Like he had a black spot in his left iris. Oh, okay. He had a tattoo of the Pearl Jam stick figure. Mm-hmm. And so they had put that out and it actually got the attention of. Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam. Oh, really? And there was a video of him actually, like, mentioning Brian at one of their concerts and, like, wow. reading the information. Like, wow. if you've seen him, please call the the tip line and, you know, like, oh, let's bring amazing. this guy home. And so, yeah, yeah it was kind of cool to see that. Yeah. But, I mean, this was a pretty well-known, okay. you know, missing, pers- missing person case. At the time. Mm-hmm. At the time. After the case, um, after his disappearance, Brian's dad was obviously also very devastated. I can't even imagine what this man went through. Mm -hmm. He had just lost his wife. Yeah. So he was really desperate for answers. Obviously, they're not finding any leads. And and I found an article that he had went to consult a psychic about where Brian could be. That's very common. Mm -hmm. I would do the same. Mm -hmm. I'm not even going to lie. Me too. The psychic had indicated that he could possibly be in the water somewhere around that the area where the Ugly Tuna was. Okay. And I believe there's a river. I was going to say, is there water by the Ugly Tuna? There is. There was a river close by. And so Brian's dad spent, like, hours going through the water looking for Brian. Oh, and made me want to cry. Yeah, he was. And, and nothing was ever found yeah. either. and No clues or traces in the and river. rivers are hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're constantly flowing. The current, yeah. So nothing was ever found. Um, I do feel like that. psychics constantly say that people are in water, by the way. I hear that <sighs> yeah. a lot. As a psychic, not that I am, but... <laughs> I was like, <laughs> oh, shit, like, wait a second. Wait, pause the recording. <laughs> Read me now. But if I were a psychic and someone came to me and I was not confident in my abilities, I would not give them those false hopes. No. And I'm not saying she wasn't legit. I don't know. I know, but, but they, they do it a lot. I mean, I really. I wouldn't want to give someone that kind of, like, Mm-mm. false indication. No. Because it sounds like you're, he was desperately that's searching. That's because you're a
0: decent human being. The Thank people you. who do
1: that just want the money. That's not okay. That is not okay. And it was just heartbreaking to picture him like looking and searching. I didn't
0: mean and... to say you're a decent human being. You're a fantastic human being. Oh. You're more than just even a decent better. human being. I realized the way I said that. was like, well, Amber, I mean, you're, you're all right. You're okay.
1: <laughs> you function
0: okay in pretty, society. pretty all right.
1: <laughs> I wish I could say that that is where the tragedy ends but it doesn't oh my gosh Um, seriously yeah so unfortunately Brian's father about two years after his disappearance was killed in like a really horribly freakish accident what he was outside there was a storm of some kind and a tree fell on him no and it like killed him instantly no my soul has left us I know I know is his brother okay that's where... I mean, I'm sure not emotionally. Right. That's where my heart just really, really breaks because... What the hell? The brother, Derek, lost his whole family. Holy His shit. parents and his brother all gone. And so, yeah, it was just this oh. fluke thing where a tree fell on him. And, I mean... That was it. That happened to me driving down the road on a sunny day once. A tree fell.
0: Yeah. Actually, and my boyfriend's name was Clint at the time. Oh, my gosh. But we were just driving in his truck. It was a bright, sunny day, and a tree split in half and fell right on top of us. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was the
1: It is a legit fear to, Mm -hmm. I mean, you never know, but that's... And
0: actually, my husband and I are way to our son's basketball game, and that same exact thing had just happened to somebody. It broke their windshield. It was a smaller tree that had fallen on them, but
1: it happens that's why we have to cherish every day cuz we oh, never yes. know what's going to happen and and it was one of those things that nobody saw coming and unfortunately oh, derek i'm so sorry yes. that you had to endure all that yes and and, they, and it breaks my heart that his dad right. Brian's dad never there's had no answers. closure yeah no closure so yeah his his father passed away a couple of years after this happened so that mm. i think that that makes me sad too because the parents are gone and the case you know we've seen He's other cases cold. where parents keep the keep, it the search going. Alive. keep it going yeah and it doesn't sound like that's you know right it's all it all falls on derek's this. shoulders at this point yeah well and two women who do a podcast well it starts again now it does <laughs> no it's Get just the ball rolling. it's truly horrible that there are no answers in this case i did find some info that derek is married and has a family now but after his father's passing he really kind of disappeared which I don't blame sure. him. Mm-mm. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in the limelight, being no. asked questions, and reliving Mm-mm. the traumas of all three of my family members being. Yep. I you know, think I would have went to
0: another country to find monks to pray
1: mm-hmm. away
0: the curse on my family and. Yeah, and so I meditate tried
1: to, something. Yeah, yes, I tried to find some info on kind of where he is today. You know, he does have a family. I did find this picture of him that like destroyed my soul Where he's like holding a picture of brian his oh, dad and, and his mom who was sick at the time oh shattered mm-hmm. destroyed mm-hmm. but it i think he's pretty much living a private life now sure and rightfully so yeah oh. following up on alexis she did get married a few years down the road after this had happened she they did there was an interview i think it was about 10 years after the disappearance she's an OBGYN now Oh, um she has two little boys and she's she's married and, and it looks like she's she's really moved forward and she talks about that she had to basically like take Brian's stuff and put it in the back of her closet and like mm-hmm. close that yes. door yeah. and move forward right. and yeah. I'm she happy to that she's got a process and move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like she's she has healed, she's moved forward. Um, she's doing well, and she's tried to close the door on that chapter that just may never yeah. be, be solved. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the theories. Yeah, I was there hoping are. we were going yes. there next. There's a okay. variety of theories in this case. So one theory is based on some of Brian's posts on social media okay. before he had disappeared. There was a lot of indication that Brian, he loved, like, the beach life. He was kind of a beach bum kind of guy.
0: Um, same dude,
1: same Right, I feel I feel Brian mm-hmm. with this. But he had kind of indicated that what he would really like to do is just, you know, disappear, live on a beach, you know. Listen, if my mom
0: had just died from cancer, those are the type of posts that I'm putting Heck up too. Yeah
1: i put those type, posts I was just going to say
0: I've done that and I am I love my life. Uh-huh. But it would be awesome to just be like, oh, I'm
1: just going go go to go away to be lead. a beach bum. So he posted some of that, you know, those kinds of things and that doesn't concern me given where he was at in
0: life. No. I do agree with you. No, that so, doesn't I, but, it doesn't jive with me. Right. Rejecting of the,
1: it. Of <laughs> course <laughs> we're, we're going to squash this. Armchair thing. detective right here. <laughs> says no. (laughs) But they kind of looked at those like, okay, well, maybe he did disappear and he wanted to go, you know, live this other life. Apparently, you know, there was maybe some indication that he didn't truly want to be a doctor himself, that this was his parents' dream. And so um, he had told friends what he would really like to do is start a band and live like the Jimmy Buffett lifestyle. and like Don't we all. So, I I mean, I don't know that I really support that one either because...
0: So he's out there wearing be. like a Rastafarian yeah beach wig. bum.
1: yeah <laughs> full beard yeah. like down to his chest <laughs> okay playing music playing the, uh, uh, in a calypso band. So that one was also kind of questioned because Brian was close to his family, yeah. and when his father passed away, right. You know, would he? Wouldn't he have resurfaced? Yep. It just seems like such a mm-hmm. stretch. To it me. does. Yep. There was a kind of false tip that happened, and this shame on this person, whoever did it. But so when Brian's father passed away, there was a ob- obituary online, and someone had commented. It it looked like it was coming from Brian. It said, "Rest in peace, love you, Dad. Love Brian." Oh, and my God. It indicated it was from the U.S. Virgin Islands. So they did look into this thinking, like, oh, my God, what if he is out there somewhere? Yeah. And it, it Jimmy was... Jimmy Buffett it up. Yeah. Li- living his Jimmy Buffett life. But it was discovered that it wasn't from the Virgin Islands and it was not, like, any indication it, it was, was actually just him. a sick asshole. Yes. It was some heartless that person.
0: always happens in these cases. I know. People have to get their noses in and give the family false hope. And if you are that type of person... I shame really shame on
1: you. For sure.
0: And someday you're going to get yours. I, I, I just have to firmly believe. I would hope karma comes back yep. full circle because right down I mean, to a
1: troublesome boil on your ass that you can never
0: get medically treated. So,
1: yeah, I just, it blows my mind because, yes, there's always false tips. There's always like these false leads and cases that people give Mm -hmm. it's like why would you want to do that to the family again we are
0: more than decent people so this is why we can't understand it
1: right there was also this one kind of makes me laugh and i mean no disrespect i'm happy that you know maybe they're looking into things but um supporting that theory that he had disappeared like on his own purposely Mm -hmm. to create another life there was a homeless man spotted in Tijuana back in, like, around 2020. Tijuana. That apparently matched the description of Brian. Now, I did look at this article with the person. I'm not going to lie. I could see some resemblance. Like, I'll give it to whoever, mm-hmm. you know, We all have this. double gangers out there
0: somewhere, though. Yeah. Um, I don't know why mine couldn't be somebody beautiful like Reese Witherspoon right? or, you
1: know, but know. okay. So they looked into it. It did not turn out to be anyone that they thought was Brian. But sure. apparently someone saw this guy and was like, hey, that could be Brian Schaefer. So That's they did look into it.
0: awesome that there's enough people that know
1: that he's missing
0: and what he looks like to keep an eye out like that. But
1: in my logical brain, I'm like, Brian, second year med student, mm-hmm. had the world at his fingertips. Chose to leave and go be a bum. Be a transient? In Tijuana. In Tijuana. Maybe, uh, but... Highly unlikely. Highly unlikely. Yeah. There was speculation of a suicide, that there was too much pressure, that... So he jumped into the river. So he, he committed suicide, but they've never found a trace of him leaving mm, that. Right. Leaving the ugly tuna
0: saluna. Like, you, when you commit suicide, there's still a body. hmm Somewhere. And so, the dogs never picked up anything. There's yeah. never been a trace of... Not even, like, a shoe found hung up on the mm riverbend. Just around the riverbend.
1: Sorry. (laughs) It was beautiful. So the the theory of him possibly slipping out of that entrance undetected, the construction area, there was also a theory that there was some foul play involved because apparently around, like, the back of that construction area, it it was known to be possibly a high crime area. Oh, okay. So in the event that he drunkenly, like, stumbled out through this... Was he know. a smoker?
0: Probably not. You know, I don't think I mean so.
1: I never anything. really saw anything indicating he was. Just, Just wondered, like, maybe he went out for out. a smoke.
0: Because
1: mm-hmm. that one, to me, I was like, okay, him. I could believe that a little bit more, that maybe somebody did, like, murder him out back. But they, yeah. again, have never found any traces of blood, DNA, nothing, mm-hmm. you know, nothing to indicate that happened.
0: Uh, well, and... Playing with that theory, what if he was strangled in the bathroom so there wouldn't be any blood mm-hmm. and people were just too drunk to see two men carrying a six-foot-two body out the back door mm-hmm. or they hid him in a trap door that's in the ugly tuna saloon. Yeah. But even with that, what's the motive? Yeah. They didn't rob him. He wasn't robbed. Yeah. What is the motive here? So, Aside from a random serial killer that hasn't been caught yet that's roaming around Columbus, Ohio. Right. So mysterious. Highly unlikely.
1: So another theory that this is where I'm kind of getting into where I kind of, and this is only my opinion, but I'm kind of like, all right, these are more probable. Maybe I can wrap my head around these. Okay. So there's a theory that the girl that Brian was talking to at the bar uh, was the girlfriend of one of, there was a band playing that night. so okay. I was going to ask about this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That she was possibly involved with a band member. That was not happy about the flirtatious yes. situation. Why are you kissing my girl's neck? And that there was maybe some foul play involved, and they like the band somehow like, you know, killed him, mm-hmm. whether intentional or not, mm-hmm. and that they like slipped his body out of the ugly tuna in their with their band equipment. I don't know. Okay, but six they, two is a lot of body. that's a lot of body. So they did they did investigate the band. Um, they did interview them, and again, no, no substantial leads to to pursue anything. Right. They did investigate the the staff at the Ugly Tuna Saloon. Sure. No leads, because that's another theory that he was killed inside. And and some people even speculate, what if his body's still there? What if it was hidden somewhere? Sure. And it remains yeah. inside the building. Right. So those are other other theories. That maybe he was accidentally killed inside of the establishment, and and then it was covered. It was covered up. Mm -hmm. Those are other things floating around. That I'm. That's where I'm kind of like one of those things to me seems more probable than him purposely vanishing. Just logically doesn't make sense to me. I Um, don't.
0: Typically in investigations, I try not to make things complicated. Right. And I feel like leaning towards the theory that he just walked away from his life.
1: Completely. to make
0: things way more complicated it seems much more logical and you try not to overthink things that foul play happened and then it was covered and it was covered up possibly maybe like you said even accidental perhaps it was somebody that was trying to roofie a girl and he got a hold of the drink and then had some sort of reaction and then he's like oh shit i just killed a guy and i need help maybe he's you never know, like, what connections do they have with that restaurant that the, right. I'm not restaurant, that, that place that the video footage could have been tampered with. Um, there's just, you just never know who knows someone that might be willing to help mm-hmm. in shady situations like this, especially if it's going to bring back, bring down negative, right?
1: Backlash for what yeah. happened in the, in the, yes ugly tuna like oh we'll never bounce back from this who knows right There's so many... there are and i'm not of... i'm I mean, not saying it was the ugly tuna no but yes
0: like we just gotta we're just two women spitballing yeah. here please so... don't sue me
1: <laughs> <laughs> different but, theories but yeah i mean so the the other theory that that came about was apparently around this kind of time frame there was um a group called the smiley face killers that were targeting people that they felt like were privileged Okay. So that was another theory that maybe he somehow fell victim to them. Sure. Again, no leads, no trace of him. Nothing. What kind of car did he drive? Um, You know, I don't know. It just uh, the only info I found is that his car was parked outside his apartment. I never really saw any info. I just wondered what what image was he giving off that gave them the or you you know, know the idea that he
0: was privileged.
1: I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if I'm I really buy into that one as much, but couple, you know, looking into him, it wouldn't take long to see. He was a med student. He was good looking. He yeah. was... So, I, I don't know, but that was the other other theory that I found, and nothing... I mean, again, none of these ever led to anything significant. Right. Yeah. They, inve- they investigated those theories. So, what do you... What do you think, Amber? My opinion, which means nothing, yes. <laughs> is I do think there was some kind of foul play inside the establishment. Who it was or who's linked to that, I, I don't know. I don't really... Um, know if I believe like the band theory, mm-hmm. but I believe that either somehow he was taken out of that exit where there was no camera, mm-hmm. there was no camera in the bar. So we don't know what happened in there, but you know, I believe some, we don't know
0: who he pissed off in the bar. Yeah.
1: I, I do believe something happened in the bar and that he was either taken out or who knows. Yeah. He's still in there. I don't know. Or somehow. Or he became part of the tuna. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Just or human know. error. He he did get, get through that, that camera undetected. Who knows? Right. Um, that somehow he did slip out of there and he was... I don't believe that he's still alive. I really don't. With but. this
0: close of he is, that he was to his family and then his dad dying, he would have came forward. by yeah. you now, I'm sure. What
1: do you... What do you think?
0: I suspect that he was probably... When you put all the facets together, that his mom had died, he had just went through a stressful exam week... He was clearly getting his drink on, doing shots, even being a 6'2 guy. Um, I have plenty of friends that are pretty big. And mm-hmm. all right, so I'm assuming that he was probably pretty intoxicated. Clearly, he was flirtatious. You don't know at the bar whose woman he uh-huh. was hitting on, possibly, who was taking notice of him because he's a good looking guy. I think that he pissed the wrong people off and there was foul play and either. His body is still there, whether it's even known by the people who own the, you know, how they got rid
1: of it or that back
0: entrance was definitely used. And if it's a high construction zone, there's not going to be a lot of eyewitnesses at two thirty three o'clock in the morning. Right. Who's to say that his body wasn't just hidden somewhere in there until business hours were over mm-hmm. and whatever. Not saying that it's anything to do with the owners of the Ugly Maybe Tuna. Maybe the
1: construction was built over where he lies. And that, was,
0: that was my next thing that I was going to say is construction sites are often used to hide crime scenes. Mm-hmm. So that would be pretty convenient. Um, water as well, a flowing river, is is pretty good way to get rid of. Mm -hmm. evidence so knowing that that was in approximate location i do agree with you i don't think that unfortunately that he's alive and i think that it was a complete cover-up probably he wasn't targeted Mm -hmm. i think it probably just happened that he flirted if he is kissing on strangers next i've never been in a situation where a that man pissed hits... a
1: stranger's not
0: oh god, no, no, definitely not. I'm very careful about where um, I put yeah, my lips. Me neither. No, but, I've never... <laughs> but I've never but I've never allowed a man to flirt with me so much at the bar intoxicated that, that it that it leads that it to happens. that. Mm-hmm. So I that leads me to believe that he was pretty self confident and probably quite intoxicated as well. And I just that's
1: always a bad combination. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I think he pissed the wrong person mm-hmm. off in some way. Whether it was related to that or just being belligerent at the bar, who knows? Right.
0: Might not have even had anything to do with hitting on a woman at all. Yeah. And could have just been like, You're you know what? Frankly, you're just a cocky this or that or whatever he was putting off at the time, but it was really just him decompressing from all mm-hmm. the stress that he had, you know, been through and whatnot. So And it's possible that Clint saw some stuff. But, and that's why he didn't want to take the polygraph, but doesn't know for sure. Mm-hmm. And so he just doesn't want the noise, doesn't want that brought about on him, yeah. you know, so, yeah. as to why he, perhaps he knows more
1: information. Like, yeah, I saw him arguing with these two guys. Or maybe he was like, he slipped out somewhere with, or in the back with the girl. And because I, I think, think if of, it would have happened in the bar when there were people there, obviously there would have been talks. Other, so whatever right. happened, happened either... After everybody had left, behind the scenes, some way, somehow. But I do believe it happened in there. For sure. But
0: think about, put yourself in Clint's position, too. What if you saw him messing with some wrong people and you don't want to out them because what if they come after you? Sure, sure. So there's that, too kind of the coward way out but
1: still anyway yeah i mean i i so so want this case to get solved because there's no strong leads there's nothing this is crazy yeah it is so crazy and i i think that the closest that that we'll ever get maybe is thinking maybe he's still there because i don't believe he's alive out there i really don't i wish i wish i did i just don't
0: right that is what it is well um thank you for bringing awareness to him brian
1: schaefer Yes, Brian Schaefer. There's if, actually... Um, circa
0: 2006, if you were in the Ugly Tuna saluna in that Columbus area or you've heard of anything,
1: give the police there a call. Mm-hmm. And so, and there's actually a, still a website um, okay. that's up today that shows all of his personal info. So the website's called findbrianschafer.com. And like I said, it's still up today. And it has this picture. It has you know, those, the description of him and Mm -hmm. what, like the incident that happened. And so it's still running. There's still social media groups that talk about this case. I saw there was actually one that was just talking about it a couple months ago and throwing theories out there. So, you know, people are still talking about it and hopefully someday, maybe, maybe someone will come forward. Someone out there knows. Someone out there knows something. Uh Uh-huh.
0: Absolutely. We just don't know who it is. That's right. Okay. Well, great case. Do
1: you have a brain bath prepared? I have a delightful brain bath today. Okay. It's it's a it's light but funny. Um well not so light because shame on this person, now that I think of it. <laughs> now so, that you remember wait, I'm not she, yeah, supposed shame to. Shame on his behaviors. The title of my article that I found is Man in Reindeer Slippers attempts to steal woman's wheelchair. Oh. Uh-huh. So That's a lot. It is it is. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate a good pair of animal slippers, but not under these circumstances. So a man in Arizona wearing reindeer slippers managed to, and I appreciate this, managed to dash away, <laughs> in quotes,
0: <laughs> from Cute. this scene.
1: But law enforcement caught up to him anyway. Austin Sherbet, Sherbut, Sherbutt, sure. two, two T's, oh, Sherbet. Sherbut, sure terrible name. It um, was arrested in December after being seen on surveillance, trying to take a woman's wheelchair out from underneath her. Like, he was trying to steal Why? the wheelchair right from Because he didn't wear, want to wear out his reindeer slippers? Maybe. So he was arrested after he was seen, and multiple people, like, got pictures of him doing this. We're not going to help. We're just going to take (laughs) pictures. Well, I will say this. It does indicate authorities credited hero passengers on the light rail for coming to the woman's rescue, and Sherbet was nabbed after thousands shared his picture online. So the pictures came in handy for them catching him. Okay, good. Fine. They did their part, then. Despite his reindeer slippers, this criminal was not spreading holiday cheer. (laughs) the phoenix police indicated also and he was also wearing the reindeer slippers when they found him oh my god so he got his he got arrested i
0: just gotta say it's not cold in arizona right so i bet his feet were really sweaty in those slippers oh the
1: slippers probably smelled horrible yes so shame on sherbet (laughs) (laughs) sherbet on (laughs) (laughs) sherbot i like sherbet much better we'll go with damn it sherbet so that's your brain you think they got
0: his booking photo with his slippers? You know what?
1: Full. I will find out full. for you. I would like a full body picture. The but... only picture that I did find with in the article up. was was him like in the slippers, but oh, okay. um, it's a little farther away, but yeah. I will do some digging and see if we can find a good one for the, for our for Facebook our socials? page. Okay. Yes.
0: Well, speaking of that, follow us on, we're, we are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We have a website, crimecuriouspodcast.com. And please feel free to leave us reviews that really helps us be seen on all the podcast platforms so if you're listening and you like us please hit that five star we're hoping it's five star (laughs) so all right well we hope you guys keep it curious we hope you keep listening and we will see you next time bye guys Bye.